Well, not long after the war in Ukraine began, reports began to emerge of Ukrainian children being taken by Russian troops over the border into Russia. Fifteen months on since the invasion, and officials in Kiev claim more than 19,000 children have been taken this way. The BBC can't verify that figure, but understands many children have gone from care homes and residential schools. Our Eastern Europe correspondent Sarah Rainsford has followed the story of parents' desperate attempts to bring their children home. It is the most anxious journey of these mothers' lives, dashing to reach the children they've been separated from for six months. Ukrainian children sent to summer camps run by Russia and then never returned. Ala tells me every minute now counts. The children have been told they'll be put in care if their mums don't come for them. That means a gruelling trip across thousands of miles from Ukraine deep into the country that's declared war on them. I should never have let him go. But we didn't know. They just took him and that was that. My son had seen explosions. I wanted him to relax from the war. And then this happened. I just hope we make it in time. Russia has been removing children from parts of Ukraine it occupies. It claims it's saving them from danger. But the International Criminal Court calls this illegal deportation. It's why he is now a wanted man. Vladimir Putin has annexed huge chunks of Ukraine and claims everything there is Russian, even the children. And we've found new evidence of how they're treated. This boy's Ukrainian, dressed in the Z mark of Russia's war on his country. He's a classmate of Tatiana's son, who was also taken by the Russians. Sasha has special needs. His mum had to travel into enemy territory to rescue him. He tells me how Russian soldiers in balaclavas came to his school with guns. They loaded him and 12 other children onto buses and drove off with them. Sasha had no contact with his mum for six weeks. When I ask how hard that was, he says it's too distressing to remember. Sasha is now safe with his mum in Germany. He's told Tatiana the children were banned from even mentioning Ukraine, told there was nothing there to return for. It's not only Putin who should be put on trial. It's all the main people, the commanders, all of them, for what they did to the children. What right did they have? So I called the woman in charge of the school where Sasha was taken. Deep inside Russian-occupied territory. I wanted to know about that Z mark, the Ukrainian children dressed as Russian soldiers. So what if they were? The director shot back. What kind of question is that? Soon after, the line cut out. For those who do make it back, the long road home ends here, 
on Ukraine's northern border. The uh, first group are just coming through. I can see some of the women and their children waving as they uh, cross the border finally. Six months apart, then six days of travel to be reunited. Daniel had been scared he wouldn't see his mum again, but Allah made it. The stories of their exhausting, traumatic trips spill out between the welcome hugs. But Allah tells me it was all worth it to see her son again. Daniel just says the reunion was brilliant. This is a war that's created all sorts of victims, brought all sorts of pain. But it is the fate of Ukraine's children that's got Vladimir Putin indicted as a suspected war criminal. Sarah Rainsford, BBC News, in northern Ukraine. Well, earlier I spoke to Daria Zarivna, head of Bring Back Kids Ukraine project, about the mechanisms of getting the children back. Uh, this is uh, a horrible tragedy, and this is just uh, the stories which uh, children, which we managed to return, are telling us they are just frustrating and terrifying. Yeah, I, I just tell us a little bit more about getting those children back, because obviously we've seen some of those stories uh, there in Sarah Rainsford's piece, but just the logistics of this, the communicating with the Russian side must be uh, very, very difficult. It is. Uh, unfortunately, I really hope you pardon me if I won't go into detail, because you understand this is a very delicate question. And uh, surely we don't want to bring any damage to the ch channels uh, through which we are working and uh, trying to manage uh, to return their children. And it's also necessary uh, to understand that in each case, in each particular case, it's always the unique composition and unique mechanism and sometimes very different channels. So, unfortunately, I would like to go into details, but I can't do this. No, Plus, but, but I mean, you, you, you know, you don't have to sort of go into all the technical details, but just the idea of working very closely with a state that has sort of removed these children to begin with to then get them back. Um, so this is the process. It keeps going. It's also important to understand that these children are very important witnesses of war crimes. And so this is why you need to uh, be very delicate with the information which you get from them. So I would just say that uh, all options are on the table and uh, we are working through different mechanisms and different options. That's all I can say for now. Uh, I, I, I can also add that uh, yesterday we launched Bring Kids Back UA. It's a special program under the patronage of the President Volodymyr Zelensky. And uh, the key idea of this initiative is to unite all the efforts of government, of international organizations, of public organizations, of uh, caring citizens, and lots of our international partners are willing to join to coordinate uh, everything uh, in one way. We have now an action plan, action plan for like uh, three months, for six months. And the key idea is to return our children back and then surely to provide them the best conditions when they will return. Uh, of course, uh, their reintegration in educational process and so 